You just tuned in to the only podcast that brings Disney and technology closer to home. Welcome to the DizCast with your host, Mark Silverman. Today is Sunday, December 13th, 2009, and this is show number 22 of the DizCast. This week on the show, my friend Andrew joins me as we discuss Walt Disney Animation Studios' latest release, The Princess and the Frog. We round out this week's show with the latest Disney and technology news. But first, some reference information. You can find us on the web at sylbies.com forward slash discast, follow the show on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash discast, or email me at mark at sylbies.com. And now, let's get on with the show. Now on the Discast, my friend Andrew joins me as we talk a little bit about The Princess and the Frog. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. So, Andrew, before we begin, why don't you talk a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm not going to lie, but I'm not as big as a Disney fan as the next person. But I do enjoy Disney movies very much. And I feel that all these people put a lot of hard work into these movies and it shows in the quality of the film and it really makes them very successful. So Andrew, when going into The Princess and the Frog, what did you really expect from the film? I was expecting a standard movie. Starts off good, goes bad, and has a fairy tale ending. Like most Disney movies have, but this one is very different. A different how ending. First of all, all of the animations was not like most of the other hand-drawn animated movies that I have seen. This movie had very specific qualities that drew my attention. At some point of the movie, I literally had to turn to you, Mark, and ask you, Are you sure this is hand-drawn? And every time I answered, yes, yes it is. But what really amazed you about the animation that made you think that it wasn't hand-drawn? My attention was caught by the amazing images and drawings of all of the animals and people that were wandering across the screen. They all look so elegant. I completely agree with that, as the images were just amazing. As you said, it was very hard to believe that this was not done on computers. These people are very talented in what they do, and it really shows up on film. A sort of lighting effects that I only thought could be done by computers. But this movie really changed what I thought was possible in a hand-drawn animated film. Let's talk a little bit more about the music part of the film. What did you think about the song? Did you think that the music fit well into the movie storyline? I definitely noticed that the songs had much to do about what was going on in the movie at that time. The songs also represented things like characters, settings, ideas, plots, and morals. I will also add that the music really drew me in as I found myself singing along with the song. Yeah, the music in the movie I also found sort of easy to sing along with. And yes, some of the songs were still stuck in my head for the rest of the night. So, Andrew, really, out of a score of 1 to 10, 1 being the worst movie you've ever seen, 10 being the perfect movie, what would you give the movie and why? That's actually a very interesting question. Honestly, I would have to give it a 9 out of 10. This is so because the storyline was very original to me, and I don't think that this story line has ever been attempted before. And on top of all that, it is incredible how the art directors and animators were able to make all of these wonderful characters come to life. I completely agree, but I would give the movie a 10 out of 10, 
only because Disney did something in this movie that I feel they have never really done before. But I won't just say what it is. You're going to have to see it for yourself. I would like to thank you, Andrew, once again for joining me on the show this week. Do you have anything else you would like to say about the movie before we close? I would just like to add that this movie was phenomenal. And I feel that everyone should get a chance to see it as it, as it is a new Disney classic. And that with all the of the advancing technology, there might not be too many more hand-drawn films like this one. So you should watch them all before it's taken over by computers. I would like to thank my friend Andrew for once again joining me this week. It was his first time really on any podcast, so he wasn't really used to everything. But nonetheless, thanks again, Andrew. Now it's time to get you up to date on all your Disney and technology news for this week on this week's DizCast News Report. First up with your Disney news for this week, overnight at around 1 a.m., Walt Disney World's monorail system had a complete loss of power due to a computer hard drive failure. Guests were stranded on the train for nearly two hours. It took the Ruddy Creek Fire Department until 3.50 in the morning to get everyone off. In a statement released by Disney Today, Disney says, Our commitment to safety guides all that we do, and this is the type of situation we train for with Ruddy Creek. We extend our apologies to the guests who were affected and we are working directly with them. The monorail has since been restored. As you heard earlier in the show, Walt Disney Animation Studios has released their latest film, The Princess and the Frog. The film brought in $25 million this weekend. And to round off your Disney news, Time Magazine has released their top 10 movies of the year. And on top of the list are The Princess and the Frog taking spot number one and Disney Pixar's Up taking spot number two. Now on to your tech news for this week. To start us off, what is to become of the new independent AOL? The company Thursday became free from Time Warner. AOL is now looking towards advertisements and blogs as a new business model. And AT&T is starting to take another look at their network's unlimited data plan for iPhone users. On Friday, the company announced that it will take a look at it maybe ending its unlimited data plan to ease the network. Bandwidth-hungry iPhone users may be the cause of AT&T network problems, but they are hardly to blame. iPhone users are forced into unlimited data packages costing at least $30 a month. And that's it for your Disney and technology news for this week. week on the show. My thanks once again to my friend Andrew for joining me this week. If you'd like to get your own word in about The Princess and the Frog, please send me an email at mark at sylvies.com or leave a comment under this week's show post. From all of us here at the DizCast, thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to join us again. And until then, have a magical week. <laughs>